Welcome friends, star-crossed lovers, singles, hopeless romantics to With Love From Live Dating Advice Podcast. If you've just found us, Liv is a dating coach specifically for the LDS community, and on this podcast we answer your dating questions. If you'd like your dating question featured, shoot us an email at livetally@thesealeddeal.com or slide into our DMs on Instagram at livetallydatingcoach. The first question for today is, how do I not over or under communicate interest? Thanks so much, honey. So to put this in perspective about what's too much or what's not enough, I think that the most important thing is to shift out of thinking about it as a game and understand that authentic connections come from authentic communication and authentic expression. So if you're worried about, am I saying too much or not enough, then you're focused on the wrong thing. And what I think you need to shift on here is, are you comfortable sharing how you feel with this person? Because if you're not comfortable to say, hey, I'm really excited about spending time with you. I want to know where we're at. Um, you know, just generally setting your own intentions, expectations, or needs, then it's probably not a good match for you, or at least it's not a good match for you right now because you don't have the safety to communicate whatever it is that you want to communicate. And... I would say, especially when you're in the beginning stages um, and you're trying to navigate, okay, how do I tell this person I want to go out again without being too forward? Or, you know, how do I determine the relationship or whatever it is? You really, really just need to lean into, am I comfortable sharing how I feel with this person? And is this person kind of bringing out feelings of anxiety, desperation, frustration, all of those negative feelings, because that's really, really telling. And you don't want to spend your time kind of contemplating and debating and ultimately assigning their intentions or assuming their feelings. Um, and that's really what you're doing when you're debating, am I over communicating this or am I under communicating this? You are basically casting an aspersion onto the other person that they will think this is too much or they will think this is not enough. And what you need to lead with is this is how I feel. And if I feel comfortable sharing it, I'm going to share it. And if this person really cares about me, then they can receive it. They don't have to say, yes, I'm totally on the same page in order for you to feel safe. They just have to be open in receiving what you're asking or telling and at least saying, hey, thank you so much for sharing this with me. Um, I've had fun getting to know you. Maybe I'm not quite in this same space, but I like spending time with you. Um, however that plays out, it's really just about extending that line of openness between you. 
Next question is, how do I navigate beginning stages of dating before you become official? <laughs> so, I mean, this kind of leads from that other one. And I think it's kind of a fun space and people, singles within the church especially, tend to make it a lot harder than it needs to be um, because you're just getting to know someone. You don't have to determine on the first day if you're going to marry them. You don't have to even know if you want to be in a relationship with them. You just need to lead with, am I feeling like this person cares about me? Do I have fun with them? Do I want to continue going out with them? And as long as the answer is yes, then keep going out. And as long as the answer is no, then don't go out. But it doesn't have to be quite so like strategic or calculated and just really have a lot more fun with it. I wish that more singles could just enjoy dating a lot more because it is really fun. And when you can kind of take your head out of it as far as, you know, trying to map out every move perfectly, then it does get a lot more fun because you're just leading with Ooh, this is exciting. This person is interesting. I'm curious about them. And we have fun dates and we enjoy our time together. And that's all you really need to focus on. So I hope that helps both navigate those beginning stages um, to just not stress about it too much. Um, and hopefully that makes dating a little more fun for you. And then our third question is, how can you be detached from the outcome of dating? Well, this one is uh, kind of a long one or a heavy one to get into because we tend to date with marriage in the back of our minds, right? I mean, that's what we're always told the point of dating is, is finding someone to get married to. Um, but I disagree with that. And when I had this realization, um, then it actually led me to not dating the wrong types, types of people and not having negative dating experiences anymore because marriage is one step in your relationship. It's not the end goal. And if you're dating with marriage being your end goal, then what I see happen is those relationships and those marriages don't last beyond that marriage. And, you know, they end up getting divorced. And, you know, that's, that happens. Um, and I don't think that divorce is the worst thing in the world. But if you can avoid it by knowing that you're building something forever instead of just trying to get to I do, then that's more so the goal. Um, and I would say that when you're super, super focused on, okay, who am I going to get married to? Can I marry this person? Is he going to make a good father? Is she going to make a good wife? Is, you know, whatever those thoughts are that are way down the line. Um, that's really messing with your present. And it's kind of clouding 
the connection that you're building in the moment because you're like, your brain is on this runaway train trying to control getting too married. And that's not the goal here. That's not what we're doing. Um, so detaching from the outcome is really to approach dating from the standpoint of, I am dating to see if I connect with this person. And if I connect with them, then how can I get to know them more? How can I build that connection? How can I trust them more? How can I commit to them deeper? And you start to dig into those levels more naturally because you're not putting this pressure of, well, you know, are we going to get married right in the beginning or ultimately just where it doesn't belong? Um, because marriage is something that you should grow to naturally. Like it should be the next step that's obvious for you. As you build your relationship and you connect to this person, then what happens is you are getting more intimate with them. You're getting to know them better. You're getting to trust them deeper. And if you're really working in those natural stages, then it will just make sense. Okay, we have a lot of fun together. We've been building this really great connection. Our goals are aligned. We communicate well. We can work through problems. I've seen our relationship in multiple seasons, as it were. Um, and I don't mean physical seasons. You don't have to date for a year or years. Um, but you do need to see your relationship in cycles, I think, to give it the best chance. Um, and just make sure that once you kind of transition from, okay, I've met you, I have butterflies, I'm getting to know you, this is all fun. And then you kind of get to this place of, okay, we're comfortable, we're getting a little bit deeper. And, you know, maybe some things are starting to show up that I'm not sure about and that we need to work through. And if you see those things and you can work through them, then what happens is you reconnect with this person and you kind of come back to that fun honeymoon stage, as it were. Um, and that's what I'm talking about when I talk about cycles is can you connect, disconnect and reconnect in a healthy way, in a productive way. And if you can, then as those cycles you know, kind of continue on again and again, um, then you just grow closer as a couple and you build that trust because you have seen, hey, we can disconnect and kind of not see eye to eye on something, maybe have a disagreement, maybe just need to understand each other better. And we can get to the other side of that and understand each other better and get to okay, how do these differences strengthen our relationship? How can we create more space for each other? How can we learn each other better? Then that really takes you into a natural flow. And then you don't have to worry about, okay, is this going to end in marriage? Is this going to lead to marriage? Because it just is naturally going to be a step you take that will take you on to eternity because 
marriage is not the goal, right? I'll say that a million times. Marriage is not the goal. Eternity is the goal. And keeping eternity in mind helps you not get so attached to like every single move you make. (laughs) Is this going to make or break our relationship? And you can just have a little more perspective and say, okay, do I want to communicate with this person in this way? Do I want to spend time with person this person in this way? Do I want to live this life with this other person involved forever? Can we be in different circumstances together and thrive? Can we come across problems and work through them? Can we, you know, be on each other's team and do that forever? Is that exciting? And as long as it's exciting, then you don't need to control all of the steps in between. You can let them unfold in a way that feels really good to you and really good to your partner. So hopefully that gives everyone a little bit of guidance um, because that was something that was really, really monumental to me when I was dating um, was that I could not get out of my head can I marry this person? You know, like every single guy (laughs) that I would meet, that was my immediate thought. And I even really prided myself on it because I was like, oh, I'm so good at reading people that I can tell from an initial conversation whether or not I could marry someone. And that, (laughs) that just wasn't even reality. You know, like, Like, I can own that I understand people very well and I can read people, um, but I needed to go through those stages and those cycles with people to actually get a comprehension of, is this what I want forever? Um, And I just don't believe that that's a judgment call that you can make on a first encounter. Um, maybe some people can, but I, I could not. Um, and I don't believe most people are capable of that and that's okay. You just don't need to do that. You don't need to know from the get go and have a bolt of lightning strike you to say, yep, this is, this is the one, this is it. Get married. Like, I just don't really think it works like that. Um, I know that that may be in conflict with some people, um, but that's okay. Um, I think that it's the most helpful to just take dating for what it is in the moment and really, really focus on, do I feel cared about by this person? Do I feel like this person is interested in me? Do I feel like they're invested in me? And do I want to continue spending time with them? And um, just kind of take it based off of your feelings and not expectations or, um, you know, anything other than keeping your goal in mind, keeping your eternity in mind. And you can ask, okay, does this feel good? And can it continue to feel good? And as long as you're leading with that, then 
you should be able to uh, really come to that conclusion in a clear and confident way. Great. And uh, you want to pitch the event that's happening next month? Oh, yeah, because we are uh, actually going to take a couple more people for the retreat. And I am really, really, really excited about this program, this workshop that I'm teaching at the retreat um, that is also going to be uh, taught in part by one of my clients. Um, and I'm really, really excited to have him come on and engage with you guys too, and kind of let you know what dating has been like since taking the workshop. Um, and so, uh, the workshop itself is helping you create that blueprint for what you want your forever relationship to look like, like I mentioned. Um, and so it's, really, really concrete. It's something that is both physical, you get an actual workbook. I mean, it's online, but you still have it, you can print it, it's there on your computer. Um, and we're filling it out together, while you're learning the principles of each facet of attraction, what has maybe been missing for you in the past with other connections with other people. Um, and it's helping you just gain a lot of clarity around what you're looking for, why you're looking for it, how to create it, and then the belief, not just the hope, but the actual solid belief that you will have that connection. And now you'll know how to build it. So if you're interested in that, it is going to be in St. George. We are hosting it at this beautiful little hotel called the Advenir Hotel. And it's going to be July 9th and 10th. So there's still a little bit more time if you decide that that's something you would be excited about and could benefit from. And um, if you want to apply, you can send me an email. You can send me a DM. Um, and you can actually apply on my Instagram. If you go to the link in my bio, there is a button for the retreat application. Um, and I am just getting really, really excited about it. My husband and I have been um, mapping it out and um, finalizing all of the details. And I mean, they're they're all finalized, but <laughs> it's just been really, really fun to create this in-person workshop for you. Um, plus, you get to meet other singles. So kind of a win-win. And there are still some spots left. So come join us. And I am excited to meet all of the people who are already coming. All right, that's it for today. Want to learn more? Hit us up on Instagram at LiveTallyDatingCoach. Thanks, everyone. Have a great night.